everyone, and welcome back to the World Explorer podcast. I am Casey, and I'm joined by Isaac. And if you're not sure what this is, this is the podcast where we take a prompt and then build an entire world about it. Just to start, Hello. I want to say, yeah, I do want to apologize for my bad audio quality. Uh, I don't have power at the house, and I can only record in a place that's echoey and weird. So that's that's bad at that's out of the way now. Okay, so today our prompt is one-person timeline. However, this prompt was discussed last week, and I wrote it down. I barely remember writing it down. I have no idea what it was about, but Casey says that she remembers what it is. So, Casey, you're our prompt master, kind of, I guess. Okay. What is the one-person timeline? So the idea of a one-person timeline is that every time every person has their own timeline, they are stuck in their own bubble. Pretty much, it's almost like uh, you're the star of your own show, and other people don't actually exist. Like it's just you, and what you see and what happens to you is what's happening, and nothing else is actually happening to anyone else. Like uh, I guess it's the idea of when you're a child and you're playing peekaboo and you cover your eyes, the person no longer exists. That kind of thing. Does that make sense? probably explain that badly yeah you can see where i'm coming from right i'm i'm seeing a lot of paradoxes coming from this and plot holes well, yeah well the whole oh, like this is this is gonna be fun to iron out yeah i think the whole idea would have to be that there is one main character to this story and it's literally their world and anyone else. And that's kind of removes all the plot holes. Cause if you're like, Oh, but that contradicts with that person's timeline. You can be so like, it seems more that like timeline doesn't be, exist. So it seems more like rather than everybody in their own separate timeline, it, this one person ha- is bound with one timeline. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so that's yeah. That. No one else can really like time travel or, change the future or anything like that it's just this one person and for all if we wanted to that one person could be a time travel quotation marks jumping in between different timelines and stuff and you'll be like oh no but he's changing the timeline i'm like nah he's just living his life and sure it kind of changes what he sees and it seems to be having an effect the reality is it's not having an effect on anyone else because the moment that person's not looking at that person that other person doesn't exist like, they only exist when the main character sees them. So, literally, all of history never happened? Yeah, it's just a it background. Did it did, but it's like a background to this character. Okay, uh, so, everything is fake, nothing is real. It sounds less like this person is a living in his own timeline, and more like he's living in some sort of simulated reality. Yeah, this is the Matrix. <laughs> Pretty much. Except the Matrix had other people and they were real people. They were just in a stimulation. This, this yeah. is the reality of the world, is that there is one person, he's running the show and he doesn't realize it. Or she. We don't have many she main characters. Maybe we make this a female. Okay, so she duh, has this power. Curse. So when was she born? Where That's... did her... Like... When did time start? Did the time start when she was born? Was, did she always exist and not realize it? Did someone give her this power? Did someone create this world? I want. I have questions. Yeah. So I guess 
there, we've got several options as we normally do with worlds like these. Uh, one option is she's born in a time period where there's a history and a future supposedly, but in reality, the only time that actually existed was hers. Uh, two is that she was always lived. Uh, she's like, um, like the avatar. Go ahead, cross it off your bingo list, guys. She is like the avatar and she respawns every time she dies. She instantly starts a new life and therefore she's interacting with all of history. But it's just her point of view is the only one that that matters at the end. And then that's got to be like the best way to win in a debate or an argument is just say my point of view is the only one that matters. Yeah. Therefore, you cannot have an opinion. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't know this. Or, I mean, maybe she does, but, like, uh, the third option is uh, she's born in a place out of time and then enters into time via, like, some god sending her in or something, which uh, I think that that wouldn't be her. Yeah, I think that that wouldn't be her, like, entering time. That would, because, again, this is, everything's controlled by her, that she, then time never really happens, so she's not entering time. She's more creating the timeline. Yeah, she more is the god. So the third option, I think, would add more paradoxes than option one or two. So yeah. I think we're more between one or two. So would we say she's constantly reincarnated, or would we say she's one person who probably jumps through time through discovering time, discovering time? Everything's quotation marks in this world, pretty much. Uh, okay, so if she's being reincarnated, mm. then and she doesn't have any sort of memory of a past event, but then if she were to try and travel back to that past event, uh, because she is manipulating time and controlling it all, it all from her perspective, she would never meet her past self, her past self would just to exist, and then also anything in the past could really change depending on how she feels today. True. So I guess maybe, uh, so I see reincarnation does you can literally add on to the timeline if you're doing reincarnation like that. Like you can say the universe is one thousand years old, then the next day you can say, nah, actually it's ten thousand. Yeah. Well here's the thing, like the world isn't defined by her thoughts or ideas. Like the world is still ha- like the world is still doing things to her. It's just that outside of her there is no world. I guess it kind of comes down to the idea of having souls. Like um, we all think we all believe at least I personally believe that every human has a soul it's what separates us from other animals in this world she's the only one with a soul and all the other people are just they just they don't do anything beyond their interactions with her okay uh, so then I still have the question where did she come from yeah I mean that's the question to the beginning of all worlds no one ever it really seems knows. like there does have to have we could either ignore it and say no one knows, leave it mysterious, or we could, because we are world builders, actually build an original source, like where she came from, in which case it would have to be some sort of god or god-like figure who has likely created more than just this one world and timeline for this person to be connected to, but there's other people out there with their own timelines and worlds that they're living in that don't interact with each other. I mean, we could go, like, they are the children of the gods. Uh, they don't realize it, but they're, like, being trained up by being put in a world of their own. 
so everything that's happening to them and why they don't have control is because it's all like a big game by a higher authority trying to force their creation to prove themselves worthy for who knows what. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Worthy of what? What are they being trained for? Uh, be able to create their own world with actual people where everyone's important. You know, like you win your world, then you get to create something like Earth. And maybe this to... could be something. Maybe this could be something like, um, the, like let's say, how about something like, uh, say, entertainment. It's another entertainment scenario where mm -hmm. the god wants to be entertained because you know we haven't done that before. But <laughs> anyway, so the god wants to be entertained and is creating these worlds for these individuals to live in, seeing just, like, what they do. What would these people do if they had this time travel ability? But he keeps them all separate, and so they're all unaware of each other. But well, then, yeah, so... one day, somehow, these two, uh, two different, or maybe even more than two uh, separate timelines or whatever, they and these people, they meet each other, they interact, and they're like, whoa, who are you? Uh, I don't recall reading... Uh, you uh, reading about you in my history books that <laughs> I've created, uh, and then uh, through that they might start to to become aware that they have control over uh, the world based on their thoughts and their b beliefs of what history was, and when yeah. they they have two conflicting beliefs. Uh, I don't know if that would like just cause a rift in time or something. That's a good point. I don't know but... what would. I don't. I maybe it's like it becomes a battle between their two minds almost. Or I guess I mean it's personally my thought that like the person who's this is their world would win out because they're the ones connected to this world. That person's actually connected to a different world. They don't have that power yeah. here. But the idea is that these worlds are now intersecting. And yeah. so they're competing. So both of them are maybe competing. Honestly, I feel like something like, really weird should happen. Honestly, to... it sounds like something the gods doing. Like the god, like uh, so. Round one is just a bunch of people, and they're controlling their world. And he's like, "Okay, who's entertaining me the most out of these group?" He's like, "Those two, I think, are the most entertaining." All right, you two battle it out, and he just smushes their world together. Mm -hmm. And like whoever wins gets, I mean, gets to live. But <laughs> something I was thinking was uh, that if he's having them battle. There's a chance that they could like just start once they become aware, they uh start trying to rise up against this uh, godlike figure. And, yeah, but they, uh, the god. Here's the thing: like the moment they step off their planet, they don't have power, and that could be like a very eye-awakening thing for them. Uh, is when like say they both decide to team up and they go against the god and then they realize they can't they're like the moment they step away they don't have the power the guy kind of just laughs them out sends them back and says look if you want my type of power defeat each other the winner gets it go and i mean i was thinking i was thinking maybe it could be something like if they managed to leave their timeline their little bubble that mm -hmm. if they got into if they managed to escape it and get into the realm of wherever the god is then they would sort of be on maybe an equal playing field with him. Because I was thinking maybe it was like the realm the turn uh, that you're in determines uh, your power. Okay. And if you're outside of these bubbles and you're now aware of like everything and you could see like the guy right from you. It's kind of like the Watcher. Okay. Uh, 
from the What If series, where yeah. you're completely you're unaware of the Watcher and everything, but once you become aware of him and you enter his realm, now you can actually interact with him and fight him like Ultron did. Yeah, you suddenly have a you've you've hit the next level of understanding. And the question is, is that actually this god's goal? Is to get someone who can be on the same playing field as them. I think and... that something interesting would be is maybe he's not supposed to do that. Maybe he's not. Maybe he, he, he understands there's a danger in this, but he gets bored of just yeah. watching these people do their thing in their little bubbles, and he's like, I, "I'm bored," like because you know I, I don't equal. feel any I want... risk. He's like, he, I was thinking what it would be is he wants to be risky because he that would be entertaining the thrill of the possibility that somebody could break free from one of these bubbles and, and come and in. Uh, so them. now, instead of or, trying to stop them, he's encouraging them, he's training them to defeat him. Yes, but at the same time, he plans on coming out on top, but yeah. there's a chance that he won't. And that's but, why, and he leaves that chance so that he can be entertained. Yeah. Now there's either and, that option, or we could go with the simpler solution of, he just accidentally placed two little bubbles too close together. And that, I kind of like the first option. For one, now suddenly this Watcher character is a main character and a complex character. Instead of just like a god watching, he's now this... Like, because that was my biggest thing about the What If series. The Watcher is boring in the What If series. Like, can we, can we all agree? Like, he's not that interesting of a character. He just narrates the series. Uh, but I feel like this version of... This is more like... Uh, from the Loki series. I'm not sure if you've seen Loki. Yes, I have. That big guy? I'm not going to spoil too much. I'm just going to say the big guys in the Loki series. Uh, yeah. He's more, he's more like them. Way more involved. And the, while they are trying to stop what's happened, stop the rifts and stuff, it's, it's kind of like if that group and the Watcher had a kid. <laughs> this is who this guy is. So he's very involved in the world and everything that's happening, but he's still very distant. He is the watcher. He's in control. He's watching everything. But now all of a sudden he's like, you know what? I want to, I'm bored. I want risk. I want excitement. And I want someone who can become my equal. And either they're going to destroy me and at least the boredom ends, or I can befriend them and I'll have a companion who's on my level, or I get to destroy them, and I get some serious entertainment, and I get to feel powerful at the end, and I get to do it all over again and see if I can come up with someone who's even stronger and powerful. So, like, he's like, it's a win-win-win for me, no matter what happens. Yeah, I mean, I like that. Like, like he actually has, you know, like you said, character. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he places the two... So he places the two bubbles... Uh, beside e each other, like they start interacting. How many of these like different bubble worlds is he going to be combining? I guess like we could just say the classic five and have a five man band. <laughs> oh yeah, true. I mean, but here's the thing: uh, this is like a five man band where all five are the hero, like the main hero. Which just sounds well. The story like, can focus on one of the characters, but all of these other characters are the heroes of their own story. Yeah, I mean, I like almost, the, the, the I overall almost, story is focusing on one main character. I don't know. I think it's honestly an interesting concept for a story because normally we have that, like we have our main character and our secondary and our third and like they don't group. But the idea that there are five people and they think they're the main character of the story and 
actually almost having a mystery element to the story. Like, who is actually the main character? Like, that's the thing of the story. So you're getting even okay. views of all five of these characters. And okay, you're like, I don't think... I don't think that's necessarily a good idea. Maybe if done right, it could work, but I don't. Yeah, I it's personally don't a think that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, it's, this isn't a simple I mean, story. That sort of thing has been tried before, and the reason people generally go with the there is one main character and then a supporting cast is because it's a formula that has proven effective and works really well. Uh, within everybody fills these different roles, but if everybody is potentially the main character. You get something like like uh, the Phantom Menace, where you don't know who the main character is. Like, tell me, who is the main character in the Phantom Menace? Dude, I don't even remember the Phantom Menace movie, so you know. It's like, like it's not Anakin. He doesn't show up for quite a while, and he doesn't really do anything beyond drive a pod, r- yeah. r- driving the pod racing. Um, Qui Gon, I. Uh, he seems like he might be doing the most, but he also dies, and then the, he's not there for uh, the, uh, the last part of the movie. And then there's Obi-Wan, but Obi-Wan, he also doesn't seem to do it. Like, he stands off to the side while his master is fighting uh, Darth Maul and does nothing. Like, then he just gets in and he kills him. But, like, but then beyond that, what does he do beyond killing Darth Maul and then taking Anakin under his wing? He doesn't really do anything. Yeah. So who's the but, main character in The Phantom Menace? Yeah, but that's an example of how, how not to do it. There are, so my normal thought is a lot of fantasy stories when they have multiple main characters, especially in a setting like this where the characters are separated for most of the story, they actually will do it like separate books dedicated to each character. So I have a series Yeah, if you actually that set I'm, up different stories where each yeah. story has its own main character, yeah, that's a little different. They, that, and that and then work. they come together in the end. And you have, you've read five separate stories. These are five main characters, and you're like, attached to them all. But at the this last book, it, you pick your main character who's going to win, and that's the person you focus on. And you can make it, a, it's usually good to establish that kind of early on, but at the same time, you could, or you could do the difficult writing and try to balance the five main characters until the end and the one true character comes out. But, and it is possible. I believe it's possible to have like five really in depth characters. I just don't think it can happen in a short writing time. Like, these are going to be long. Yeah. Don't, don't rush it. Take your time with the series. Write a lot. Dive it. Like, you have five main characters, and therefore you're going to have five times the amount of content. And that's, yeah, I that's give, the thing people forget. I want to give an example. Uh, the, so, Mar- the MCU. Uh, mm-hmm. Each of these different yeah. MCU characters, they have their own movies, and they are the stars in their movies, or at least most yeah. of them do. Yeah. Uh, but then, when it comes to like an actual Avengers movie where they all come together, you're generally focusing on one main character, or maybe two. Uh, like for example, in Civil War, it were, the main characters were Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah. Uh, which one was the primary focus? Was there was a uh, that was Captain America, I yeah. would say, but not by much, but still. Yeah. Uh, the, and then if you look at most other like Avengers movies, it's focused on Iron Man as the main character in Infinity War and Endgame. It's pretty much all 
centered around Iron Man. Even though Iron Man dies at oh, the no, end, no, no, he's still right. the main no. character. Yeah, I agree for that. Okay, but Infinity War Thanos is the main character. We all know it. But at the same time, you feel like you have a bunch of main characters and stuff. And that I guess MCU is the example like how you can do it. But remember, MCU has tons of movies and tons of hours of pouring into these characters and developments and comics books after comic books about back lore to, to feed off of and stuff so yeah this is not a small story a lot of these world builds i feel like when we do them we could say hey yeah you can write like a little short story based off of this or you could write one book and be done or like a little series you could do whatever you want this is the world where you can't like this is the world where you have to be fully committed to making a very complex series or you just limit the the bubbles and just have two and you just have two characters battling it out Keep in mind, the MCU is has just been decades in the making. True. Yeah, that's and true. hundreds or like thousands of people have worked on it. In terms yeah. of like story, I don't know if it's like in the hundreds or if it's in the thousands, but a story alone, even that's still a lot of people have been working on this story for years. And that's the same for things like Star Wars and stuff like that. Like it's, but I think the advantage that this story has versus like and why of time and like being one person being able to do it is that it is kind of set like everything happens once and then you're done. Like it's not happening over a super long time period. It's this big events happening once. Uh, you could have it happen a bunch of time periods, but in that case, you'd only be allowed to focus on one of the characters in one of their little bubbles. So, like, you have all that back lore, but if you want the big main climax of this world's story, it's it's all happening at one moment in one time with a bunch of characters, and that's it. And that is an advantage. Like, you're not, you know there's no real future past the story, uh, and there is a past, but that past isn't as important as what's happening in that one time section. So that that does cut down the amount of time and work it takes to write a story like this by a significant amount, unless you want to build the backstory, unless you guys like go for it, because that could be fun too. I want to say real quick, because uh, you mentioned Star Wars as an example, a, a pretty significant difference in the way, even the, it, well, yeah, it's more of the books, because I was going to say, That's like the difference between like Star Wars and uh, Marvel is that uh, Marvel focuses on the same characters for the most part. Sometimes they'll throw in another character, but they are still keeping like the same group of characters. They're just yeah. expanding the group. Star Wars, whenever they're making like a spin-off series or a sequel series or another trilogy or whatever, they're fo- they're very often focusing on other characters that aren't really part of the main group, or you maybe even characters you've never even heard of, and they're creating yeah. something that's completely unrelated, but takes place in the same universe. Kind of like uh, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian mm-hmm. is pretty unrelated to the main, uh, it's like the original trilogy, or, or yeah. even like the main saga in general. It has very little connection to it. I mean, but even then, Marvel is starting to do that now. So like they have their side stories, like uh, the new one, the night one. I don't remember what he's Moon called. I'm watching I still have not seen it. I've been watching it, but I'm not spoiling anything here. But just the, the fact that Moon Knight is, he's, they have no plans to connect him to the bigger saga universe at all, That from what I hear. Uh, so they're starting to do that, like lesser characters and just fleshing out the world with small little people. The thing is, you can't do that in this series. Like this world that we're building, you can't do that. 
you have your main character and that's it. The other people don't exist outside of these main characters. You can't have a side character. It doesn't work. It The side character doesn't really have a past or motives beyond interacting with this main character. If anything, like if you did a story based off of them, they would seem like a creepy, obsessed psychopath just focused on this main character and what they can do for that person in that story. It'd be creepy to write about them, which could be fun. I'm just saying, could be fun. Yeah. Good. It could be fun, though. That's good. Now, now that I'm describing it, I'm like, you know, I want to write that. <laughs> that sounds fun. I want to write from a point of the view of the person who doesn't exist, except I want, the, I want to make the main character's side character the main character. I just want to get real meta. Uh, this is, that, that sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, my brain hurts just thinking about it. <laughs> okay, so we've created... I feel like we've already created the world. Like, what more is there to make in this world? There's really... There's not... But, like, it's, it it I feels think it's like we've flushed it out pretty well. Yeah, I think it's even just Even within the... just, like, the first 20 minutes. Yeah, I think it's honestly this world's just about the the idea behind writing it and stuff is kind of what we've been focusing on is we've we picked a world that's very simple, very easy, but boy is writing it going to be a bit of a challenge. But at the same time, there's people who are expecting this be I was expecting this to be like nothing but paradoxes and constant <laughs> ironing out and twists and like nah. all kinds of headaches. This wasn't. Now you've, you've got your one timeline, you got your other timeline, they're in complete control, you blend them together, and like, stuff happens. What the heck? I told you that this was a time travel thing that didn't have paradoxes. I wasn't lying. Well, the original several versions did. We needed to really like, to get yeah, some true. things out of the way before we got to one that didn't that wasn't filled to the brim with paradoxes. Like, first okay, few... okay. You know what we should do? We should talk about <laughs> pregnant women in this. Well, if your main character gets pregnant. Fun fact, guys, that baby, it's it's going to be the same The baby's same not thing. real. Yeah, the baby's not real. It doesn't... At the moment she doesn't look at the baby or, like, leaves the baby, they cease to exist. It's sad. It's horrifying. Or, or maybe, or maybe uh, if uh, two of your main characters from different bubbles... Ooh. Like, if oh. they have a child, that child, I think, would be real. It has to be, yeah, because they're both real. That's, yeah. That, well, for one, one of you have time to do that when your world's crumbling around you and then wait for nine months or something. Do they uh, get their own bubble then? Is a, does a bubble magically form around? They haven't been given a bubble by the no, gods. No, we have, the, yeah, it's the creator. The do they have control over this. two different bubbles? I don't know. See, I feel like the creator would... This baby would have more control over the world than... The other than their parents, if the bubbles are touching and like are connected. Isaac, Isaac, is this what the creator actually wanted? Is he pushing a love narrative so that way he can have a child between two like great beings, and then that child be raised to come and try to fight him? Have we created the a main character from the one. main character? Yeah, have we created the chosen one? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, like our our main character found another main character, and together they made another main character no, no, to no, go together, and battle the god. No, together they produced the ultimate main character, <laughs> and we shall name her Mary Sue. <laughs> I mean, I think just calling her Mary, people would get the reference and find that amazing. It's just- I just think, yeah, just going to Mary would be great, because, like, the ultimate main character named Mary, like... It's gotta... Like, yeah. that or Beowulf, if it's a dude. Mm, I don't know, Beowulf is just a mythology thing, and Beowulf is not a perfect character in any sense. Like, the dude's an idiot. No offense. That doesn't mean that he's not a Mary Sue. 
Yeah. Mary Sue's are often idiots, but they are portrayed as smart. I can't stand Beowulf. <laughs> so many days. I love the book. Like, I want that noted. I adore it. Yeah. I read it in old English, and I still loved it. Yeah, I yeah, I I think that's actually a really interesting idea. Like this child is born into the worlds exploding apart and is raised between I don't know two parents with strong conflicts who have ability over the world, and she's raised to tame other people's worlds. And she can even have like a side quest where she goes out into other bubbles and starts taking over other people's personal worlds too. Until she becomes all powerful and goes to confront the creator well, or the watcher. Because she was not born in those other bubbles, wouldn't she not have control over them? Oh, that's true. I don't know. I mean, but so she just has control over. Oh, no, no, no. Here's what needs to happen. She needs to go to another bubble, marry a person in that oh bubble, and have a kid. And then that kid goes to another bubble. And then the bubble power just keeps on being passed down until you get one child with control over all of the bubbles. And this is the person who can actually bring all of the bubbles together into this one giant world that uh, he or she has full control over. And the bubbles engulf the god. And then they can battle the god in this world that they have no, control I, over. No, Isaac, here's the thing that's what's... This, <laughs> le- this leading of, like, having kids with the other person. This thing's so wrong. Being the right, at this point, this ultimate main character is just going to go have a kid with the, uh, the Watcher. <laughs> and then the Watcher is defeated by their own child. That... Uh... You know, I could kind of see that happening. <laughs> I personally have zero desire to write this. <laughs> I liked, I liked where we were going, but we have taken a turn that I do not care for. I'm nerfed to the first <laughs> child, uh, but once it comes to like, you just have to have children with everyone who's controlling the world. Eh, I like forced romance. I feel like a bunch of that would have to happen. I mean, yep, pro- yeah. probably. Yeah. Well, we did that. Sorry, guys. Yep, uh, world made, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we done? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We done? Yeah. I'm, I, I was going to say I'm pleased, but the last five minutes of this conversation has ruined this. So <laughs> I'm not as pleased with the world as I was five minutes ago. I, I still think it's an interesting concept. Yeah. And something uh, it's like an interesting concept, but like the whole uh, give birth to the ultimate chosen one and who has control of the bubbles and then just go to a different bubble and have another kid. It's, just, like, it's so ridiculous that it's funny. But then again, there's only five people in the world you can couple with. So... Well, unless the uh, god versus the watcher makes a whole lot more bubbles. True. We don't know how many bubbles he makes. But, yeah. yeah there's a lot of freedom in this world. A lot of places you could take it. But it is a more intensive thing to dive into but i do think we are good and we can say goodbye uh, all right uh yeah. bye guys yeah, bye thanks for joining us see you next week bubbles <laughs>